All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. All right, you are now tuned in to the highly anticipated episode 55 of the Follow Through with Clips and Drew, the True Players podcast. On this episode, we're talking about how the band's back together in Golden State, Drew. We're also going to talk about the boycott in Chicago. The players think the, the practices are too much. It's too heavy for them. Get the fuck out of here, Chicago Bulls. Dwayne Wade's return to Staples. How we kind of think that was really corny. Like, come on, fellas. It's game 30. The Rockets are still... Not blasting off, Drew? Do you want to say it like that? They're not blasting off at all. Eric Gordon made some comments that uh, we're going to discuss. Luca. Hallelujah. You guys got to hear this song. We're going to play it for you. It's amazing. Shout out to The Ringer. And Giannis makes some comments that we really like. He doesn't want to work out with LeBron. Doesn't want to work out with Melo. Doesn't want to be buddy-buddy with these players. So follow through with clips. And Drew, Drew, kick the intro music. Excuse me. I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like Ludi us. I do have something to say. So you got to give it up. What up, podcast world? What's up, everybody? It's the follow through with Clips and Drew. We are back, episode fifty-five. We apologize, yo. We apologize. We had technical difficulties, dude. How long's it been, Drew? It's been a minute since we dropped a pod. Yeah, it'll be like so. It was two weeks today. <sighs> today was two weeks. We had we had some hardware issues. It, this isn't software. This isn't scheduling. Well, our fucking power cable just decided to take a shit on us uh, the day that we were going to record. We were so hyped on episode fifty-five too, like we were ready to drop. Yeah, everything we had everything ready up. to go. We had our pre, we had our pre-drink, had our pre-beer, sat down, and it just didn't work. So Com- we apologize. Yeah, it failed on us. We had to order uh, a whole new mixer, and uh, took about a week and a half to get here. But anyways, guys. We apologize. The key to having a successful podcast is consistency, and we thrive on uh, being consistent with our podcast, so yep. we apologize. Consistency is key. So what we're going to do is actually bring some some straight fire for episode 55. You know, 55 is my favorite number, Drew. It is. That is, I mean, I, the 5-5 five five is me. I love, yes, sir. I love the 55. Yes, sir. For those new listeners, because I know we're getting new listeners every single week. We do. Uh, to let you guys know, every every episode that we do, Drew picks a uh, – what do you want to say? Just picks a – Well, so it's, it's 
per the number of the episode. Right. Um, so it's funny because, like, what was it? Maybe three or four weeks ago, you and I were, like, trying to figure out when we actually started this. Mm-hmm. And I think we landed on, like, episode, like, 10? I thought it was 13. I thought it was Mark Jackson. Oh, you know, it was 13. Was it, it? Yeah, I think it was 13. Anyway, so it was, it's been a while. But, yeah, it's based on uh, the players that wore the number of the episode that we're in. So as we are at episode 55... Hopefully somebody wore 56 next week because uh, I don't know if that's... Well, we're getting up there with the numbers. We're going to kind of tr- figure out how we're going to do it. Right. So essentially, I do some research beforehand. Uh, sometimes Clips likes to play a little guessing game if he feels like he's got some guesses out there. I got guesses. I'm sure you do. We decide... Sometimes it's unilateral. Uh, sometimes I just I just Most pick of it. the time, it's you. I, I try to, I I try to throw persuade. You, I, throw, I throw you, you do. several bones. You do. Uh, but yeah. yeah, usually I, I will determine based on... You know the players' history and all that stuff. Who who gets the crown for the uh, for the episode for the week? And then uh, on our social media page at Clips and Drew, you guys should follow if it's your first time listening. Yes, sir. Uh, we like to do a who the fuck is this too that wore this number right as well, which is kind of fun. I enjoy doing that. Um, so it's episode fifty five, Drew. It is. Uh, give them to me. I mean, we know we know the most popular fifty five. Right. Well, so it's funny because be- it is it is you know your number fifty five five five. Drew. That's a big one. So I will let you choose this one for sure. Okay. Um, can it can it be me? Did or does you, it have to be an NBA player? Did you wear 55 in the NBA? Yeah, twice. Okay. Twice. Well, I, that 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 slipped through the cracks of my research. <laughs> you didn't see that on Google? I didn't. I Google missed that Google didn't tell you that? You know, basketball reference is pretty comprehensive. <laughs> I got I to gotta email them or something. <laughs> Hit up Google. They didn't have you on there. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. So I get to choose this one. Yeah. Did right. you have any, any, uh, any gems in your back pocket? Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, white chocolate. Jason right. Williams. And then also milk chocolate. Other Jason Williams. I'm just calling him Milk Chocolate because I think that's funny. Like like the, center? J-A-Y-S-O-N. Jason Williams. Oh, from the Nets. That went to jail for, for killing his chauffeur. Yep. yep. Accidentally. Both, both Jason Williams. Both were 55. Big Jason very, Williams? Very different people. <laughs> Jason Williams was a good dude. I'm talking about big Jason Williams first. He was a good dude. And he, he was on on he, he was a good basketball player. Um, and that whole thing just fucked up everything for him. Yeah. Uh, look up that story. That's a wild story. Uh, Jason Williams, white chocolate. Yes, sir. I've told this on a couple episodes ago. I got a chance to play with him a couple months ago here up at the Stance Courts here in San Clemente. Yeah, Stance Headquarters. Such a great guy. Yeah. That was one of the biggest, that was a bucket list, like one of the greatest days of my life. Really cool guy. Right. Uh, Lorenzo Wright, 55, and we've talked about him a bunch of times on the podcast. Yes, sir. You guys know my history with him. Yes, sir. The Howl, as they used to call him in Memphis. Number seven draft pick in one of the greatest drafts of all time, the 1996 draft. Allen Iverson's draft, Stephon Marbury, Kobe Bryant. Nash. Nash was there. Yeah. John Wallace. We do this every Walker. time we bring up 96. I know. Fucking we end go. up We okay. end up going through the list. We do. We do. It's a hell of a draft. It was. Um, and your boy was on there. Um, so, yeah. He is definitely on this list. Number 55, Lorenzen Wright. Kiki Vandeweghe. Kiki. 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 Do you love me? Do you love me? Hey, I don't think people understand. Kiki was a straight hooper, a cold-blooded killer, dude. He so it it's pretty crazy because there was like the fadeaway, uh-huh. like that was his move. Right. He invented that. Right. And people obviously now, like when you think about a kind of a slightly larger man doing a fadeaway, everyone goes to Dirk. Right. And Dirk added his little one-leggedness to it, so he made it his own. But they used to call that like the the Kiki or the or the Vandeweghe fadeaway. I don't know. What they exactly called it, I wasn't alive back then. Yeah, have you looked up his numbers? Kiki's numbers for his career? Yeah. Oh, he was a he was a hooper. A I didn't. Hooper. I don't have him in front of me, but hooper. yes, he was. I mean, Hall of Famer. He is. A, I believe he's the head of the players' union right he now. He is. Um, no, not the players' union. Uh, is he not? No, he's the front office of the NBA. 
Oh, okay. He's, he's, he's an NBA office. executive yes. of some kind. No, he's one, he's one of the top guys. I know that. I know that he's heavily involved mm-hmm. in the league. Um, Denver Nuggets legend. Um, Dikembe Mutombo. Mount Mutombo. Jean-Jacques Wamutombo. Yeah. Dikembe Mutombo Mukombo. Jean-Jacques Wamutombo was his real name. That's his full name. Can't believe I fucking remember that, bro. He sounds a little different when he says it. It's like, it's, it's actually like, it's like African Doc Rivers. It's really, I mean, they're, we're really, it's amazing how they sound oh exactly like. Oh my God. Hey, dude, Drew, we got to do story time with clips. Okay. Right? Key the music. On this episode of Story Time with Clips, my first, oh my God, I can't believe I'm telling this story. You guys are so blessed to hear this story. Have <laughs> I told this story, Drew? Tell I, me if I've told this. I don't know. You haven't told the story yet. Sorry. So I'm going, Lorenzen's playing for the, the Hawks, right? It's the Atlanta first, Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks. Correct pronunciation this time. The, the Cox, Atlanta, the Atlanta Cox, the Atlanta Hawks. Um, with an H. My first time going to Atlanta, like when the, with the team. Yeah. Um, I was. Lorenzo told me to meet him at a hotel room, right? And it was the last. It was the last game of the season for them. So there was they were having a party. Yes. Um. At the I think we were at the Radisson, right? So Lorenzo's oh, like, come come to the Radisson. Top so, notch. Top notch. Hey, hotel. dude, it is what it is. Okay. So I was gonna go with the Holiday Inn, but this no, the it wasn't. They went to Radisson. You guys stepped bro. it up with the Radisson. So. He tells me to go to the Radisson, so I go to the Radisson. They're like, he's like, "Hey, we're in, we're in room whatever, one twelve, as I like to say." Sure. Um, so I'm banging on the door. One twelve. Nobody's, nobody's coming to the door. I'm hearing a party's going on. Nobody's coming to the. door. I mean, it's a good party. It's if a they good can't, party. If they can't hear the door, it means the party's <laughs> rocking. So I knock, I knock. Nobody's opening the door. Finally, Jason Terry swings the fucking door. You open, have, right? you've, you've, have you've, I told the tour the, the story? You have. Jason Terry in the towel playing hide and go seek. Go ahead, some, though. Continue. Some, I've heard this story. It's hard for me to remember if this has been told on the podcast. Some mischievous women were so there. Jason Terry, uh, we apologize to <laughs> your Sorry, wife JT. if she actually ends now, up this. was a this. long time ago. Long, long yeah, time exactly. ago. It's not like he was long cheating on her. But So go ahead with the story. So Jason Terry opens the door in a towel. There's women. There's food. All the NBA players are there. And uh, there was definitely some dancers. I'd like to say exotic I, dancers. I love that you mentioned that there was food. There was a lot of food. <laughs> a lot of food. We remember the food, Drew. <laughs> you know where we're at in our lives if we're remembering the food oh, in this story. It was story. good food. It was a, I it was bet a, it was. It was a buffet. Uh, uh, sure. There was a buffet yeah, of fruits. Right. That's how they there do it. There was a lot of good stuff there. Yeah, a lot of melons. And the only guys sitting at the table uh, were John Barry, LaFonso Ellis. Uh-huh. All the guys that wanted no parts they of the real the food. party. They, they wanted, wanted the food. They actually wanted the food. But it, back to Dikembe, because that's what we're talking about. Yes. Mount Mutombo. So Correct. Dikembe is there. And I walk in, and uh, I see Lorenzo, and I introduce myself to, to Dikembe. And he's sitting in this chair, and his, his kneecaps are up to his eardrums. You know what I'm saying? This sure. man is humongous. Just a giant. Right? And I remember being so... I could not believe this, Drew, because they the fridge was full of Coronas and Heinekens, right? <laughs> and Dikembe is literally drinking a Heineken. I'm holding my hand up right now, guys. I wish you could see me. Like a fucking, like he's holding like. Like an espresso cup. Yes. Like it, it's, it looked like a, a toy. Like, like a, a shot glass. Yes. <laughs> and he was holding, because his hands are so big. Right. And he was such a large man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I'll nev- and this is a joke with a, a, bu- a bunch of my friends, but I'll never forget. As soon as I come in, I'm sitting in the chair. I'm talking to Dikembe or whatever, and I'm just a kid. And there were the the dancers. We're yes, gonna say right. And all I remember is Dikembe said, "Give my boy a dance. Nice. Give my boy a dance." Oh my god, I love that. So I got a dance. So that was my story about Dikembe Mutombo. There were many other good ones, That's but really I'll never cool. forget that. Um, shout out to you, Dikembe. We and I love that he loves Heinekens. That's that's pretty dope, dude. It looked like he was holding a Tic Tac. Anyways, continue. <laughs> continue. <laughs> so. Roy Hibbert, again, I mean, we're, we're kind of falling off the list here. Roy Hibbert, 
those that that were born five years ago won't necessarily know him, but he had his day. He had his day. He got paid. Uh, Georgetown, a product. My, you know, shouts to Georgetown. My mom went to Georgetown, uh, so I love that team. Etwan Moore, mm. currently in the NBA, wearing mm-hmm. fifty-five. One of the few players in the NBA right now actively really? wearing fifty. There's very few. There is some in there, but I didn't. They're not, nothing noteworthy more than he. Mm-hmm. And then I I did have to tip the cap to the nineteen seventy-five. Don't tell me Jeff Crompton. Jeff Crompton, we're done with him. (laughs) I I looked him up. He has no more numbers (laughs) remaining. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) It's not Jeff Crompton. But 1975, the Spirits of St. Louis is an ABA ball ball club. There was a a fellow named Goo Kennedy. (laughs) And I'm not making this up. His first name. Wait, how do you spell it, dude? G-O-O. No way. His name is Goo Kennedy. Can we find a picture of him? I it, it's got they have to I, I it seems like he only wore <laughs> 55 for one number during the ABA season uh for the Spirits of St. Louis. Can somebody look up what's his full name? Goo? Goo, G O O Kennedy. Okay, so this is what I'm I think do. he's a, a very far co- far removed cousin of JFK, but you know, it's really hard to clarify that until we get a picture. Uh, I'm, I we're going to find him. If we can find Goo Kennedy, Goo. It'll be his episode. Okay? Yeah. Since it can't be mine, no. We've well, done yeah. Lorenzen. I didn't. I did. I should have gone a little bit deeper dive to find your 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 two times that you wore that. In <laughs> oh, the, you gotta in look. The, you gotta look real deep, bro. In the league. In, yeah, it's true. It's there though. I believe it. Um. So if it's if we can find a picture of Goo Kennedy, you know what? Fuck it. It's gonna be Goo Kennedy, and then one uh, A and one B, and then Jason White Chocolate. Obviously. Um, so it's just White Chocolate's episode. Okay, it's White Chocolate. I mean, because the likelihood of us finding this man, I mean, he does have a, an, an unbelievable name. But if, uh, okay, we he can be the who the fuck is this, and whoever listens to the episode will be able. They'll to, have they'll have a they'll, they'll have a little uh, a tip off. There, All right, white so. chocolate. This one is yours. Episode fifty five. What an amazing player he's, he was. If if he's not your top five favorite players of all time, I don't know who is, dude. The one of the most exciting, right. innovative players to ever play the game. Yeah. Um, and he was actually a really good basketball player. He wasn't like he was you know, so just, his vision was unbelievable, yeah. and then his confidence was just through the roof. His creativity. The kids too. that missed, like I'm just so lucky that I grew up like ju- I was there just in time to see him like really pop off. Mike Miller was always been one of my favorite players, partially, partially because we share the same last name. And uh, I actually told a bunch of my friends that he was my cousin. Um, and that actually, I uh, you would you could pull that off, dude. A lot of them believed it because uh, you know, you know me, man. If I, I, You're I do six four, I like, do, I do some research, right? Uh, and I like, I found out he was from South Dakota. And like I found out, like his mom and dad's name, like so. Like, that's my that's my aunt, my, my uncle. Aunt, my, my, that's my auntie. I see him every year. We we do the we do the, the family barbecue. Well, we the go hunting re- in South Dakota. Family reunion. <laughs> I told him we play one on one all the time. Anyway, uh, I found out my senior year that one of my homies. I apparently didn't get the memo that I was lying, and like so his apparently his dad at our graduation asked my dad. What's up with Mike Miller? Like, oh, is it, no. he must be your, he must be your nephew. And oh, my dad was no. like, what the fuck are you talking what? about? <laughs> Needless to say, I'm not related to Mike Miller, but the whole point of, of that was I loved watching that Florida team with Mike and Jason on it. And Jason only lasted, I think, one season there and then he left. But I just remember watching those Florida teams mm-hmm. and being like, dude, he was the shit. And then when he went, to the NBA, it was just lights out. Well, and they and they got to play together in Memphis as well. Yeah, and one of the stories that I told on a, on a previous podcast after I got to play with with Jay Will um, was he said like when we played in Memphis, Mike Miller was a really good friend of his, and during their shooting drills, he would always want 
to work with Mike because yeah. Mike never missed. You're not missing so with he's Mike. Like, I never had to run for rebounds or do anything. <laughs> um, but he also like the one thing, and I feel like we I said this recently, dude. But mm-hmm. the one thing that Jason Williams said was like. You know, kids, I put in the work every day. Like, he said, I went to the gym. He said, I practiced throwing alley-oops to nobody. Yeah, right. Like, I would just be with my, like, you, you're not just born with this great court vision and, like, creativity. Like, you actually got to do it, like, and practice it. And, right. And he was one of those guys. And did he get a chip or no? Did Mike? He, no. Jason, uh, yeah, in 2006. Miami. 2006 was Shaq and D. Wade's Miami. Miami. He Miami. did get one. Yes, Good. He, yes he did. Right. So this is, anyways. Episode yeah. 55, White Chocolate, Goo Kennedy, whoever the fuck you want. It is what it is. We got to dive in, Drew. Yeah. We've missed two weeks. Uh, we want to cover There's so much shit going on. We don't want to bring up too much shit in the past. But uh, Well, it was okay because last week, you know, we were actually going to like kind of looking at each other being like, oh, we're going to have to come up with some stuff. Because there wasn't like a whole lot we didn't that had to happened. another recap. And, and, and that's essentially what we were going to be looking at. Mm-hmm. So it actually, you know, this space, you know, played to our advantage. And now we actually have some shit to talk about. Uh, but the 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 thing that I want to start talking about right now is it's, it's it's sort of a recap. If you had to guess mm-hmm. right now, who had the longest winning streak out of all the teams in the NBA right now? Current winning streak. Who has the longest winning streak of the season, or who is right now right now in the, longest in the middle streak? of the longest winning streak? Current active winning streak right now. Any team in the NBA? Who who would you guess? Um. Okay. Can I have a couple guesses? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would say. I'm thinking when Toronto. I'll give you three. I'm gonna give you three. Okay, Toronto. Um, That's one. Portland. Portland's two. Okay. Lake Show. Okay. Incorrect. Okay, all three. All yes. three. Great. Uh, it is the Boston Celtics. Fucking. They have won six in a row. Okay. They are playing as we're speaking. So hopefully, when this comes out, uh, it'll be seven. Uh, if you're a Boston Celtics fan, if not, well, fuck them. Uh, and then the second longest right now is the Golden State oh, Warriors. Fuck. I didn't even. Why? Why didn't I even think of they that? They have four in a row right now. They play a huge game tonight against the Toronto Raptors. You know, I Kawhi sat out against the Clippers last night. I'm assuming in preparation to play the back to back for this big showdown. The Warriors have already lost to Toronto in Toronto. And so this would be like the rematch. And, and we'll Kawhi's sitting out again. I, I, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying that I, I the reason that I think he sat out last night against the Clippers is so that he can play. Yeah, but against the fact the that he sat out again, right? This is what he's not five, playing. He's six, he's literally not playing back to backs. Back to backs. Yeah, right. I don't know if that was in his fucking contract that he signed when mm-hmm. he got traded. Like he added an addendum to that. Um, or they're just simply they're you know they're resting him. The, the team is they're good. fucking good. The team's really good. They, and they're winning they're, without him. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Huge game tonight, and we'll see uh, who comes out there. That the game is on. At well, Golden State tonight. has the band back together, bro. I mean, Steph the band, Curry is back, and and he's the fifty fifty ninety club right now. Yep, which is insane. If, I I think it's it's an amazing stat, dude. If I think if he does that for the whole season, which I think is virtually impossible, right? I do. Yeah. If he gets that the whole season, Drew, yeah. that's bigger than averaging a triple double all season. With the with the amount of shots that Steph right. takes, right? This is and the difficulty of the shots. Totally, yeah. If you end up 50-50-90, right? That means fifty percent field goal, fifty percent three pointers, ninety percent from the line, guys. And a, a player of Steph, uh, I was going to say Stephon Marbury. Wow, <laughs> shout out to you, Starberry. The player of his stature. If you can do that throughout a whole season, do you think that's bigger than averaging a triple double all year? You know. I I I think it's harder to do than it is to average. Both are very very difficult, um, but like in order, it, it, it's situational 
typically it seems like it's situational for someone to average a triple-double for a season, they have to be allowed to do that, right? Like they have to have the team that allows them to do that because typically it's assists. And without someone else on your team hitting shots, uh, the rebounds and the points, you know, you can kind of produce yourself. Yeah, if you're playing 40 minutes a game and, or 35 minutes. And so like when in the case of Russell and yeah. then obviously George uh, – or not George, sorry, Oscar. Uh, I don't know who George is. <laughs> George is my guy. Shout out to you, George. George. Obviously to George. George. <laughs> the last guy to average a triple double was George. Guys. George is uh, he's sneaky. George is a sneaky. Y'all player. don't know George? Yeah, I can't believe you guys don't know George. Where did George come from? I think I was thinking of George Gervin. You were okay instead of Oscar Robertson. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, Oscar, uh, the team really was completely uh, revolving around them, right? So I think it's very difficult to to pull that off. But I think if LeBron wanted to do that, like at any given time during his career, if he really focused on that, he could have done it. Uh, I think this is something – this is unprecedented. You don't see the 50, 50, 90. I don't know if that's ever been done at the volume of which he's shooting the shots. And the one thing that I want to mention is um, he – last week, he shot 58% from three. Yeah, dude. He's fucking amazing. He really is the real deal, bro. Yeah. He is. He's gonna go down when it's all said and done. Is the greatest shooter ever? Well, that's obviously right now. Yeah, but when he's, it's all said and done, another ten years. If you're putting up these points, oh yeah, like come on. The dude. list. Well, so this is the thing about his like career numbers, is that it really took him like five six years to get rolling, right, and healthy. Uh, so I think you know when you look back at his entirety of his career, he, he is gonna have some lower than expected career numbers as far as like points per game and like i think maybe total points scored but if if he's still doing this at this clip i mean he's averaging 30 points a game this and year winning and they're winning games on a team with with three players that can yeah. average 30 a game drew the stat i saw yesterday until tonight's game uh-huh. tonight might switch it all up clay katie uh-huh. and steph are all yep. averaging 19.7 shots a night Perfect. The first thing that we say, like, when a superstar goes to another team is like, well, there's not enough balls to go around. Yeah. Like, when Melo went to Houston, oh, well, there's not enough balls to go and around. And there wasn't. There wasn't, right? <laughs> and I, I want to talk about Houston in a sec. Yeah, okay. Because we talk about Golden State all the time. Golden State's back. The band's back together. Draymond is back yet? Or Draymond is, played his first game last and week. Boogie, and Boogie's in the G League hooping right now? Correct. That, I wanted to mention that. Okay. He, he had his first full practice last week, so he is ahead of schedule. They thought February. Uh, and, and he's actually, you know, the one thing that can happen, especially with a big man, uh, you get injured, you can't get on your feet, you know, you put on the little pounds. Yes. You put on some and weight. he didn't. He did not. Right. He has been, it looks like he's been eating well. I think he chose wisely and invested in himself this offseason and, and really kind of focused on that because the last thing you can do when you're coming back from an Achilles injury as a big man is is actually have to contend with 20 extra pounds on your body that you can't. But it's hard to work that off, Drew. You have, it's what you put That's in what your I'm saying. body. That, like means he, saying. that means he had to be focused right. and he can't be drinking that much. He right. can't be partying. He can't be eating fucking in and out every day. Right. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I'm very excited to see him back and the whole league should be shuddering if he's, if he's coming back on that floor. Oh dude, it's scary. It's, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. If he, if he comes back and there's any kind of chemistry, which we all assume that there will be cause they're all unselfish. Yeah. It's going to be fucking insane. They, they may rip off another like 25 and oh, kind of a, a run like they did several years ago. And that'll actually lead into my next question. Okay. Because I want to talk about the Rockets. I want real, real quick. I wanted to make this point. I, I I feel like I may have said it a couple podcasts ago. I think Steph Curry is is out and out going for MVP this year. Like I can tell when he's on a fast break, he's finishing the layups 
as opposed to just like doing like his favorite like little dish behind the back shit. He's going to try and score 30 points a game. He's going to try and be very efficient, the 90-50-50, and he's going to for that third MVP. I'm, I, I don't see why that couldn't happen, Drew, but if the Lakers make the playoffs, you know what I mean? Like LeBron James is the MVP. We <clears> say <throat> that about him every year, and he never seems to get it, so – I'm just, but think about that, dude. Like how, they're in four. They're tied with the Clippers right now for third place. You know we're out. They weren't even close to the playoffs last year. If this, if, if these guys make the playoffs, Le- LeBron and Steph, I think is where it's at right now. Giannis is right there as well. Kawhi, Kawhi is mm-hmm. right there mm-hmm. with them all. But yeah, I think that's a good call, and I don't see why not. Yeah, because he is. You can see like it's not just the points and and everything else that Steph. It's it's what Steph brings to the team. It's this fucking neutrality, dude. Everyone settles. Whole, everyone yes, settles down when right? he's out there. Steph's here. Calmate. Yeah, calmate way, as they say. That's it, what they say. Calmate way. There's just a there's a different dynamic, dude. Yeah. When Steph's there. Yeah. And it helps when you have Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson on your team. So it is what it is. And, Boogie, and they're obviously and Demarcus Cousins and Demarcus Cousins, who's going to be there. And when you're both, when all three of your stars are getting 20 shots a game, nobody's pissed off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Unless Draymond starts turning the ball over and again. Le- well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... Yeah, but I think they're past that. It seems like they're past that. We'll find out at the end of the season how much that actually uh, drove Kevin Durant to to leave or not. But I I don't think that's over necessarily, but it seems like they've moved on. I feel like we have a lot to talk about with with Kevin Durant, too. I think he's involved in a lot of the topics we wanted to talk about Uh tonight. uh Um, But I mentioned Houston, and I want to touch on them really fast. Because they're terrible? They're fucking pathetic. They're god-awful? They're pathetic. Yeah. And this is for all the analytic dudes out there who thinks that analytics runs everything. This is not – this is – it works sometimes, dude. Uh It works sometimes. Yeah. But first and foremost, I'm going to give a shout-out to my boy Mello, who was scapegoated on this team. Uh You're the reason why this is obviously not – you should should leave. It's you. It's not you. And now now Houston's saying they want to bring in J.R. Smith. Yeah, right? they need they need a defensive stopper, so they look to Jr. They look to JR. clearly, clearly that's who get you look for. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah. If, if I am them, if I'm Houston, I'm gonna beg for Trevor to come back and play for us, and I don't think that's gonna happen. I, think, I don't think Trevor wants to be there. No. I mean, he's already on the the only worst team in the West, <laughs> other than the Rockets. Team. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the Rockets are, are literally. The 14 seed right now. Eric Gordon made comments the other night saying he's not having fun. Players aren't being used the way they're supposed to be used. And he said last season was the best season of my of my career. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all vibed. When we lost, we all lost together. Yeah. Uh, at the, at, uh, they had lost 11 games at All-Star break last 13. year. 13. It was 11. 13. Are you sure by yeah, All-Star you, break? You posted the stat. I remember. They had 13 games lost by All-Star break, and they have already had 13 at that time. I could swear it was 11. Oh, maybe it was. But either way. Either way. They've they already bypassed it. They have, I think they have 14 or 15 losses. Right. Now. I can't even check my phone. Sorry. I'm looking at my phone right now. We're, <laughs> we're recording on video. Um, I just think there's problems, dude. And they moved Eric Gordon into the starting lineup tonight, so he's not coming off the bench. Ennis, who's been starting, like, is now going to come off the bench. I just don't know, dude. I think that we say this all the time. Like every one of these games matters. You know what I mean? If you fall behind right now, which they are falling behind, they're being left behind, left behind. Yeah. 11 wins right now. I think that, or no, 12. They got one the other night. Mm-hmm. But when you think about it in the, in the big scheme of things, 12 and like, you know, the Clippers and Lakers have 17. They're still in the mix because the West is fucking crazy. Right. Uh, I do want to, you, you mentioned analytics. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there is one helpful part of analytics is they can tell you when you're when you're good. They can also tell you when you're fucking bad. Right. Last year they led the league in pace. I think it was like them, the Warriors, 
and one other team I can't it, it's escaping me. Uh but this year they're like they're like second to last or like dead last. They're like tied with like Memphis for pace of play, which, which is people a, are looking at now. That's a big thing. And that's completely against all the things that Mike D'Antoni wants to do as a head coach, which is why it's so strange, right? And then we we see a little bit of this when when Chris holds the ball, when James holds the ball and they start to do or James Harden holds the ball and they start to do their, you know, their dribbling, their one-on-one stuff, it slows the game down. And then, and then, you know, on the other side, when they can't play defense, you can't rebound and run anymore. Right. You have to take the ball out of the basket, out of the hoop, and take it out, and then and then start your offense. And by them, you know, they're, the defense is set on the other side. So they were there because we keep going back to this, and I don't really want to spend too much mm-hmm. more time on it. They obviously need to fix something, mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem like there there is a clear fix right now because though i mean although trevor ariza would help you know he's not gonna do it all by himself and gonna, yeah and they're not gonna win a title with trevor ariza and he's yeah it's not like the whole attitude would change with right. trevor ariza arriving right. right oh the savior trevor like no. he's a great player he's he, he really helped them in the years that they were successful in the last you know two to three years when they were really starting to do something and letting him go we knew it was going to be shit and this is what they're facing now. So even if they do bring him back, it's not going to do anything crazy. They have to change a lot, a so lot of stuff. Everyone's got to look at themselves in the mirror, including D'Antoni, and figure this shit out. Because if we 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 know this, if I can tell you right now, if they're in the 13, 14 seed, come you know All Star break, guess who's getting fired? D'Antoni. Yeah. Ghost. Right, because it's clearly if if they're not going to play a system. They got to figure out a way to win with the players they have, and if it's not, and if and if their system is failing, then he's gone, right? Or he's going to have to rechange the system, and we know he doesn't change the system. One system that's failing is Chicago, and we I I, I can't wait to talk about this. Well, they I fired can't. Fred Hoiberg. Hoiberg was gone. They got they got rid of him early, and then talk about a culture shift. Uh, yeah. yeah. So apparently, Fred Hoiberg was just the the best coach ever because he didn't coach or like didn't hold the players to any standards. He wanted to be Mr. Hey, buddy, like, buddy I want to hang out with you guys. Right. Like, oh, you guys don't feel like practicing today? That's cool. Like, go shoot free throws for 45 minutes. Go get, you know, massages. And then, you know, you do what you do. It's not like we're going to win games anyway. Uh, so they fired him. And then they hired literally the polar opposite. Jim Boylan. Yes, sir. Uh, who I've, I, I really don't know his Long-time NBA assistant. Assistant, right? 20-year NBA assistant. I, I don't know his history too well. He, I'm not going to pretend actually, like I know it. I think it's actually more than 20 years. He won as an assistant coach with the Rockets in the 90s. 95? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He won those rings. He was on that coaching staff that Rudy long T? ago. Yes, sir. Uh, in the 90s when, when Jordan retired. So in briefly. his first week, yeah. listen, listen, guys. In his first week, this motherfucker runs three two-and-a-half-hour practices, okay? <laughs> Now it, you, you're all saying like two and a half hours. Like pro team should practice. What else are they hours. doing? Right. This is your job. <laughs> okay. I'm actually with Jim on this. I, I I'm always for the players, uh-huh. Drew, and I, I want your opinion on this too. Okay. So even on back to backs, right? They had a back to back game, and Jim's like, "Okay, well, fucking, we're practicing. We got tomorrow. practice tomorrow. We just got blown out by 56 points." humiliated against Boston, right? Yeah, at home, I think. At home. Yeah. All right? They've had a couple games where it's like that. They've gotten their ass blown out. They're not a good team. No. Like, Zach looks good. Levine looks good. Jabari Parker looks okay. I I would say bad. uh, He looks all right. I I, I like Jabari, so I don't want to say he looks bad. He looks bad. Okay. You're right. Okay, then let's be honest. Yeah. Let's let's, uh, call a spade a spade. He can't move laterally anymore. 
Yeah, you mentioned that the other day. You're it's, right. I mean, it's those knees, bro. It could be. Yeah. So. And he's a little heavy. Yeah. But let's not, it's not Jabari's fault. It's not Zach's fault. Nope. Um, it, they're a really bad team. So this coach does three, two and a half hour practices in the, his first week as a coach. Complete culture shock. Yeah. Change, right? Players are not feeling this. So on a Saturday, one of the veterans, they don't, they won't name who it is. And I'm trying to think about who the vets are on that squad. Robin Lopez. I, which I don't think he would be the one to Bobby be the culprit. Portis. Portis is I guess injured. You can, you can call him a veteran if you want to. Nah, that wouldn't. Be, I don't think that would be that guy. I don't know. I don't know who it is. There's very few vets on that team. So they say he starts a group thread, a group text with whoever this vet is, and I'd like to know who it is, and says we're not going to fucking practice. Boycott. We're going to boycott. Yeah. Right? Yes. And they and this veteran said anybody that shows up to practice ready to practice is getting fined by me, like personal fine. <laughs> Okay, that's what was said. <laughs> okay, because we're gonna make this point, right? Damn, suppo- who who so who would say we that? We should on go that through team? the lineup. We should really look at the lineup. Because listen, keep, I want to keep going. I, I want to talk about this. So this vet calls this whatever team meeting and whatever. One of the the other vets lets the coach know that this was gonna happen. The tattletale rats him out, right? Yeah, and whoever that dude is is probably in severe trouble. That's probably that's probably Robin that's Lopez. Robin that's Lopez. that's Robin fucking Lopez. snitch. Hey, he went to Stanford. Look, he went to Stanford. He's, he's a like, good guy. He's, he's a good kid. He's not. He doesn't know. He doesn't hey, know how coach, to rebel. I just want to let you know. He doesn't that, know like, how to probably, rebel. Probably, probably not gonna show up to practice on Saturday. It's like, Coach, I, did you get this text message? Yeah, but I was. <laughs> are you on the group thread? <laughs> I don't know uh, who this was. Hey, but so, yo, there ain't no vets on this team, uh, right? Bro. Yeah, give me some names really fast. I'm telling you, like, like who would be we, the vet? We, it's Robin Lopez. Like, so when I'm talking about guys that have been in the NBA for like more than five years, right. it's Robin Lopez and, and like Bobby Portis, Cameron Payne. No, Cameron Payne. I think Cameron Payne's like the longest tenured, other than Robin. I'm looking at this list: wow. Justin Holiday, nope. Cristiano Felicio. No. Bro, the rest of them are all young. I'm talking about like really young. Like then that that that's gonna prove it my might point. have been Jabari. Jabari is probably not not with those those three two and a oh, half hours. Okay, practice. but I want to get into this now. I heard that they were doing wind sprints for a long time. Yes, I heard that he was they making were doing them run military push ups. Okay, push ups. Yes, push ups. All yep, right. Yeah. Listen, dude. College stuff. I'm 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 kind of with coach on this. All right. Right. You ask any OG, any old school player. You can ask anybody. Nobody wanted a Pat Riley practice. Nobody mm-hmm. wanted a Pat Riley practice, especially a bad fucking practice. Like, did we lose or we mentally lost ourselves yeah, this game? We didn't play defense last no. night, right? But guess what? Pat Riley's a fucking champion, all right? And he was notorious for having players sit on the wall, dog. Like, you want to go sit on the wall? Sit on the fucking go wall. Go ahead and do that. And you got to do the, the, the sit the on the wall. The wall sits. Yeah, those <laughs> suck. They suck. Yeah. All right? Now, stop being these prima donna. You're getting paid fucking $10 million a year. If you don't want the fucking practice, pussies. Then win a fucking game or attempt to look like a basketball team, Drew. Yeah. Don't get blown out by 50 fucking six points. So it, when, when the firing of Fred Hoiberg happened, it was strange because there was like, it seemed like there was nothing wrong. You know, obviously there was something wrong because they weren't winning, but it didn't seem like they cared. It seemed like they were still trying to do the process that Philly made famous now where you just struggle for a while and then you get all these young guys and now they have an accumulation of young talent there. That is pretty substantial. And then all of a sudden, you're like, whoa, Fred Hoiberg's fired. That's strange. Like, why wouldn't they just tank, continue to suck this year and then get a pick? and Or get rid of Hoiberg at the end of the season. And then, let and then do that. Yeah, and then fire him at the end of the year and then look at, you know, who's around for coaching if you want to change something. But it was clear that it was it came from 
packs and and you know uh, leadership within the organization that they were unhappy with not just necessarily losing, but obviously the way that they were losing, and then just simply the way that the coaching style that Fred Hoiberg had, which was very relaxed. Now it's funny that we're spending so much time on this, but it does bring up a really good point, right? These kids, I it's, it's so I, I'm no, gonna, they're kids, bro. I'm gonna admit that I I watched. Uh, I'm getting up early now. Right. I, I watched I watched the Dan Patrick show in the morning sometimes, and that, he was up before ten. For, I didn't guys. even know Dan Patrick was still doing stuff. Honestly, <laughs> after he has a show, and it's a Drew radio knows show. nothing before nine thirty a.m. in the morning. Trust it's a, it's me. a whole new world. Do you know that the sun really doesn't come out until like six thirty? It's pretty crazy. Um, so. I'm watching the Dan Patrick show. Uh, it must have been yesterday, and he brought this up, and and he was saying that, and he made a very valid point. These kids, and they're all kids minus the the two guys that we mentioned that have been in the league for longer than six years. They go through life, right, and they're, and now they're so used to, especially as young kids playing all the time without necessarily practicing. Like they, they go from uh, your school team to AAU. And there is practices involved, but they're few and far between. Everything now is the emphasis on getting as much game, game. as you can right. and getting your game in front of the eyeballs of the people, of the scouts that are there for college and then the NBA. And then when you go to college, yeah, you probably actually – that's probably a little bit of a shift. But guess what? You only got to put up with that shift for like nine months at the most. Mm-hmm. And then you're on to the NBA where you're just – you're the prince. You're the princes. You're walking around. No one's telling you to do shit. You're getting all this money. Uh, the coaches, uh, you know, occasionally will crack down on you. Obviously, some coaches have you no know, tougher tactics than others. Like t- Tom Thibodeau is an example of that. Nobody, nobody is uh, slacking on his practices, and if they are, I'm sure they're hearing you know a lot from Tibbs about it. But there is like, I can understand why this group of kids is so shocked by this complete change, right? Especially like someone like Levine, uh, who didn't have to ever serve under Tibbs. He was up. Uh, God, who was his coach in Minnesota for those years? I mean, it was like Flip Saunders, RIP Flip. Um, and then I don't know who it was after that. Like, uh, what's his face? Oh no, Kevin McHale was probably his coach before they, they, they fired him and then got Tibbs up there. And so it is, it's not just a culture shift like, oh, this is not what I'm used to in the NBA. This is not what they're used to ever. Ever. Right. And especially in the NBA, right? Now you're telling these guys who are – Zach Levine's getting like $28 million this year. Yeah, no, you need to keep running. Right. Uh, I'm sorry, what? Did you, How many free throws did you make last night? Right. How many shots did you miss? How many steals did you yeah, get? But th- and then in Zach Levine's defense, it's like, well, I make $28 million. Fuck you. That's my I'm point. I'm not going to run this. And I've said this a bunch of times, though. Even watching the 30 for 30 on Bobby Knight the other night, which you guys should all watch. That's a really good one. It's fun. It's a fucking amazing, right? Now, that's a, that's a different era there, well, I too. Get, right? But right. Like, I know – It's a different pe- culture. Yeah. I know people that have played for Bobby Knight. And right. They say Michael played for Bobby. Leon played for Bobby. A lot of these guys – and, you know, the coaching – I don't know, dude. He he. Bobby Knight said, how am I ever going to coach in the NBA if a player is making more money than me? They're not going to fucking listen to me. Mm-hmm. And now it's obvious that the players run the show, dude. Right. And you as, a, as an NBA coach, that's why it's crazy to see Pop being with the same squad forever. Even Doc. Mm-hmm. Doc's been with the team for a long mm-hmm. time now. Mm-hmm. A long time being eight, seven years. You know what I mean? That like is eight, a long time in the NBA. a long time. Because yeah. most of the time the coach is the first one to go. If your star player or two star players aren't happy with the coach because of – his way or whatever, he doesn't speak nice to me. His practices are too hard. Right. Blah blah blah. Then then he's gone. Mm-hmm. We want to make you happy. Yeah. So, and I think Jim Boylan wants to coach these kids, 
and and show them like this is what it's going to take if you want to be better and you want to be fuck I'm not doing this to make you mad. I'm not doing this to piss you off and show you I'm boss. I'm doing this to make us a better team. Right. And you're right, Drew, like so, AAU, you're fed everything your whole life. Yeah. Oh, you're the best. Let's give you this. You don't have to work out. Go see this trainer with this you see all this shit on Instagram. Right. This right. trainers doing some dumbass right. shit. And I'm sure that there's a bunch of people that hear that and be like, "Oh, this guy, I mean, that's just not the case because I know that there's a lot of kids out there that are putting in work outside of games and those are the ones that excel so I don't want to say that kids don't practice but there is a different it's it's different like practice now is I is a lot more individual drills skill drills like dribbling shooting mechanics uh, all that stuff and that's still very hard work and and you got to put the time in to be good at that but when it comes to just like literally like I used to wake up my freshman year we had 5 a.m. practice Every fucking day. <laughs> and we had 5 a.m. practice until 7.30, and the first hour of that was running yeah. the whole time. We didn't no basketball. T- we did not touch a basketball. You don't have a ball. We're outside. We're inside. <laughs> if it's raining, we're inside. If it's, if it's not raining, we're outside. Like, that's what you did. Um, and it ensures that you're in shape, right? So at the very least, you're, you can, if you suck at basketball, at least you won't get tired out there. But it also puts, it also puts a work ethic into you. Correct. And I'm not saying these kids don't, I've been to, I've been to NBA, uh, shoot arounds and yeah. workouts. Yeah. And it's not, it's really not anything. Right. Like, I, there was definitely harder workouts in high school that I right. saw, but there's a reason yeah. why Steve Kerr doesn't have to put his team on the wall or do push-ups because you're winning and they're and playing. they also i think they also know what it takes right totally you know those guys did put in they the work put in the someone like work. draymond green had to work really fucking hard to get to that that spot that he's at right now steph curry i mean that guy everyone wrote him off there was three pl- fucking point guards drafted before him right, right? so all these guys Johnny especially fucking flynn especially on that team Ricky Rubio. They took two point Ricky. guards before <laughs> Steph Curry, Minnesota. <laughs> exactly. What the fuck? So the last thing I want to say about okay. this is that I think if it's if it is Greg Popovich telling that group of kids, all right, we're going to run today. We're going to have two and a half hour practices for the next fucking week mm-hmm. until you guys show me what I need to see. They don't have that boycott okay right if it's doc rivers even if it's if it's one of these tenured steve kerr one Mm -hmm. of these tenured coaches spolstra that has won something uh that 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 has seen success for years i think there's an issue when it's this guy jim who right like who the fuck are you yeah like you did what you've been an assistant since when who gives a shit about that how old is 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 uh akeem olajuwon now okay cool like why would I listen to your ass? You're going to be out of here by the end of the year anyway, that's right? That's what they're thinking. You're so, right, dude. I, but I think, you know, that's the hardest part for him is, is again, I still don't even know how to say his last name. Bolin? Boylan. Boylan. I don't know how to say his name. Jim. I'm going to call him Jim. Coach Jim. Coach Jim. He's, he's, he's working from already – he's already dug himself a hole because they don't know who he is outside of, uh, you know, him being an assistant coach. And they probably don't respect him at the level that he should be. But guess what? I'm sure he's he's going to institute a rule of yo if you're if you're practicing hard you're going to get some minutes right right so uh, that's usually how those coaches go right you got to you got to prove it to me in practice if you do I'll give you the opportunity and they got nothing on the floor. to fucking lose dude they're a bad team like, I can't believe we spent this much time talking about the Bulls how long did we talk about I don't know it must have been 15 minutes Jesus I'm sorry, sorry that's okay guys. but it is it's important and it's something that you don't see in the NBA almost ever. Is 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 practices like no this. whatever dude no this happened in in Washington two weeks ago where where John Wall told told his coach to fuck off like this is happening a lot dude yeah and th- this but that wouldn't happen this is why I would love to talk to somebody that that 
could talk about a Pat Riley practice. This is how people, Bill Fitch, uh, when he was in, in Houston too, Clipper players hated Bill Fitch practices. Mm-hmm. Hated it. Because these are old school coaches and we're noticing that these old old school coaches are not around anymore. Right. They're going for these new wave. And that's what I buddy. meant. That's what I meant. Though, right. Is that that's not in the league. You can still have uh, chemistry problems and that happens everywhere. But when it comes to like just physically making the players practice, you you really don't see that a whole lot no. in the NBA anymore. So and you know what else you don't see, dude? Giannis had had some comments this week um, that I really liked. I really fucking love this guy. If Giannis, you don't love what did he say? Just he was talking about working out. Like he was offered to work oh. out with LeBron and Melo this summer, and 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 Giannis was like, "Why am I going to work out with somebody that I got to face this year?" You know, like. I, 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 want, I don't want to show him my bag. Like, I don't want to be buddy-buddy with these guys at all. Yeah. And that's what we're seeing, what we're talking about yeah. right now. That's why he worked out He worked out with Kobe. You know what I mean? Retired. Yeah, retired. Think right. he, I think he tried to get in with uh, with Akeem. Oh, um, good. He should. his own workouts. He should try and get in with Akeem. <clears throat> yeah. Every year, this kid is getting bigger and better. And that's what I want to see because I think we're seeing it, dude. These guys are best fucking friends. Everybody's BFFs. And we saw it the other night with uh, Dwayne Wade and LeBron James. It was Dwayne's last game at Staples. Yes, yeah, one of the NBA's true romances. Oh my god! And I, you know, I'm the biggest LeBron fan. You around. are. This whole game was corny to me, dog. All you needed to show me is them oh, working out before the game. Right. Cool. It would have been great if they battled each other. Totally. One right. last time. Fuck you! I'm beating you tonight. Let's go head to head and see who can come out best. None of that happened. No, bro. Not, not. I'm Dwayne. surprised Dwayne Wade didn't throw a lob to LeBron in the middle of that fucking game. <laughs> right, dude. Jesus, how fucking bro, bro were they the whole the whole night? So, I there's two sides obviously to this. <laughs> I know, I get it. And and you're absolutely right. Like, dude, fucking hang out in the beginning of the before the game, at the end of the game, change you know, jerseys. At the end of the game, you have the whole moment, right? But it was like the whole game. It's like, dude, they were like, I, it feel like they were high fiving each other, like <laughs> running down the floor, they like were. it's just like, what happened? See, this is this is this is the new NBA now. I think that's what you're getting at. Giannis is is a great player. I think Embiid kind of has a similar mentality where like. No, fuck the rest of you. I'm the shit. I'm the best. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hang out with you. I want to beat your ass. You're my competition. You're not my boy. Now, I think, you know, Dwayne and, and, and LeBron probably had a little bit of that, like uh, ultra competitiveness in the in the beginning years, right? Because And uh, Mellow, Mellow too. It's oh, Mellow de- in that as definitely. well. Definitely. But and I think from that competition sparked their friend their friendship. And now, I mean, obviously, they've been friends forever, and we, we, you rarely see a friendship like that. And and you look at, you know, superstars that have been like really close, and it's funny because you know at the end of their careers, Magic and Larry became very kind of like homies, right? But not to the level where they were like Isaiah and Magic kissed. Right, I get it. Right. Like, you can have friendships. I'm all about. I think the friendship is beautiful that they have. Yeah. I think the friendship that the four of them, the four, you know, the banana Chris, boy, the, yeah, the, the banana, banana boat, boat boys. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. But in the nature of competition, dude, like I just think all of that was corny, and I, I felt like that whole game was for TV and for social media to me. I couldn't watch I, it. I stopped watching it, was, it. I stopped watching after the first quarter. First of all, it was just really ugly basketball right? to start that game. There was like turnovers left and right. I mean, there say was, Wade hits that shot at the buzzer though and wins it. Then, then we're cool. talking right. Cool story. Like that's a cool. But story. again, it this the underlying factor would have been like there was no competitiveness between <laughs> themselves, right? So. Um, and that's where that's just where LeBron is right now. I think you know he has his homies like 
uh, and there are few, and now there's fewer of them as as we've mentioned. Like he's 16 years in the league. The guys that he came in the league with, it is now, one of them is now his head coach. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like Luke Walton was drafted at the same time as LeBron. So you know his homies are really starting to, to evaporate, mm-hmm. and now you got this younger generation that start that has idolized him for a long time. And guess who said no to working out with him? Fucking Giannis. Giannis. Exactly. That's, that's and that's what makes me think that Giannis is going to be the, the next guy. And I love that Giannis and Luca. Drew, tell me you heard the fucking Hallelujah song. Did you hear that? That's from, dude. That's from our Can boys. Can you play this right now? That's from our boys at the Ringer. They they they, they invented that. They started that at I the did, Ringer NBA. Shout, shout out to Bill Simmons and the Ringer. They flew homies out there. They flew two of their guys out there to sing it, and like it became a thing. Play the song, Drew. If you haven't heard this, this is Hallelujah for you, Mavic. Well, I heard there was a wonder boy, and many teams were not employed. But you don't really care for Euros, do ya? So where would he go, the fourth, the fifth? Or would he fall and be a neck? The baffling kings took back the over Luca. Hallelujah. 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 Yo, that shit was so dope. I couldn't stop laughing. It's hilarious. And it's. It's so true. First of all, it's Christmas season, so it fits perfectly. Is that really a Christmas song? Hallelujah, yeah. I, I like the song either way. Yeah. It's more like a depressing song to me. Really? Like the original version of it seems a little depressing. Well, I just think it's the it's a great It's a great fucking song. Right. Uh, and the remix, the, the Hallelujah. is hilarious. I mean, that should be you know every Dallas fan's ringtone for the next 10, 10 years. Hey, he's going to be a superstar, dude. I think I, I, I'm gonna ask you a question really quick. Sure. Ben Simmons, Luke or Luca, who you start in your franchise with? Who would you rather have starting right your now? franchise right now? You know uh, you know how Ben Simmons is playing. Okay. You know how Luca's right. playing. Well, so I in my mind they actually play the same position. When okay. I when I see them both and I I am absolutely choosing Luca not only because he's what so probably nineteen, two years younger than Ben, yeah. Um, but obviously, like he's a hell of a passer. Dude. He can dribble, and guess what? Ben Simmons can't do that. He can do Shoot. fucking knock down some shots. Right. And he, and not only can he knock down shots, uh, he can knock down clutch, big shots, big old shots. His balls, yeah. his balls <laughs> are humongous. Yeah. I and dude, I, I see the same thing, and I don't mean to bring up Clippers right now because it's kind of not. Well, Shay and okay. say hey Shay and Luca kind of have that same thing. Okay. When I watch them both play, I see like they don't care who the fuck they're playing against. Yeah. They've been doing this their whole lives. Luca's been doing this since he literally professionally since he was twelve years old. So or thirteen. I think it was fifteen. 15. When he when he went to Real Madrid, it, it was he was. But when you want to make old. the story better, you say twelve. I'm sure he I'm played. Just, I'm sure he was playing at, at twelve in Slovenia. Right. I right. think that's where he's from. Slovenia, Slovakia. It's one of those slows out there. So Slovs. One of those. Slows. He's a Slovak. <laughs> I just see that he's fearless. He has uh he has that that's the factor that everybody talks about is that it factor. Luca's got it uh and I, I I love watching him play. I said the other day on our social media, I said, dude, I don't wear other dudes' jerseys. I've never bought other dudes' jerseys. I would buy his jersey and I would pay to watch him play. Yeah, I he's he's now one of the guys where exactly what you said. I want to pay you want to pay to watch him play. I want to see him live. Like mm-hmm. I haven't been able to see Giannis live, and that's that's something I have to do. 
uh, because you know TV really does you know kind of cut him a little short. I mean he he's he looks amazing on TV and all that, but I think being able to see him you know kind of up close uh, against guys that I know are are big dudes and and the way that he can dominate a game, it would be impressive. And then watching Luca just kind of do what he does, like when it comes to your comparison to Shea Gilgis Alexander, I can see it, and and mostly when it comes down to is like the pace that they play with. They're not rushed. Right. Neither of them are rushed. Right. Like, and, and I thought Luca's handle was going to be a little loose. I didn't think it was going to be tight clean, as this. It's clean. tight. And he, because, because he's so tall, he's six, eight. Like, you know, there's a lot of space for the little guys that guard him to get in there and mm-hmm. pick the ball, but he knows how to use his body to hold off people. Uh, and, and same thing with Shea. Shea just, they don't rush. They know where their shots can come from. They know how to get to their spots and hit those shots. And then they really enjoy making plays for their teammates. Mm-hmm. Like I saw one play the other night where DeAndre, yeah, oh, and Luca was just so, high. and he like jumped up and down yes. and put his hands in the so air, high. and it's like such a European celebration. But I love it, you know. What Everybody I mean? wants a Luca on their team, yeah. And I'm 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 just really excited. I, I'm seeing the future of the NBA through him. Now, when you look at the teams that passed on Luca Doncic, uh-huh. right? So mm-hmm. that's that is the Phoenix Suns, mm-hmm. that is the Sacramento Kings, and that is the Atlanta Hawks, who essentially traded for him, right? What the fuck are all three of those guys okay, thinking well, right now? I, DeAndre Ayton? I'm, I'm fine with I Phoenix. can excuse I'm DeAndre because, you know, he's still a work in progress and, and he's going to be in the, in the league for a long time and he's probably going to be doing quite well. But when you look at Sacramento and their roster of players, did they need another 6'11 power forward? I, I probably think, not. I'm not going to be mad at Sacramento, though. But imagine a backcourt with De'Aaron Fox right. and Luka Doncic. Totally. With their already their, their, their bigs that they have. Like, just name a big. They I have. think we can – I'm with you on that. Yeah. But I think we can we can set aside Phoenix in Sacramento. It's 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 the Hawks. No, the Hawks. Dude. That's what it's going to come down to at, when mm. it's all said and done. If you look at, at Trey's shooting percentage right now, like, this is why Steph said stop comparing. Like, it's not even fucking close. Not even close. Just because this man – shoots it was so funny just because like, he's light-skinned and right. happens to be 6'3 like can shoot right but guess what dude like it was so, I, I, I was like how does this video like house of highlights post, post uh posted a video of of trey hitting a deep three it had like 13 million views or something like all he did was hit a deep three like is it are we making that big of a deal look at the dude's shooting percentage right you know what i mean yeah so and and i think trey will end up being a good basketball player but mm-hmm. in the long run no hindsight so 2020 if but looking at that from Luca's perspective, mm. he should be fucking so happy that he ended up in Dallas so instead of in Atlanta. Because when you look at the cast of characters, you know, I would say if you were to switch them uh, right now, if, if, if they just landed where they did initially before the trade and you had Trey Young uh, in, in Dallas, Dallas, he would be looking a lot better. Because they have DeAndre Jordan, mm. uh, Harrison Barnes, Wes Matthews. These are not all-stars necessarily, but they're good, solid NBA vets. And uh, Atlanta has none of those. And he's got uh, Luca's got JJ Barea, got Dirk. That's what Nowitzki, I mean. Got you know. So it, <clears throat> clearly, Dallas was the better option for for both of them. I mean, I, I think Trey is uh, is very much being embraced by the Atlanta Hawks fan. Dumb. I don't know how many Atlanta Hawks fans. As as we found out, there wasn't that many uh, when we did the last episode. But uh, clearly, Dallas was the better spot uh, for Luca to land. Last but not least, couple 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 things before we go. Dude. Okay, uh, where's Trevor Ariza going? Where do you got? Do you want him on Lakers? The Lakers? Yeah, it seems happen? it seems like uh, it seems like LeBron can just call Phoenix and we can just pick anybody we want. I'm surprised. Call that, in a favor. I'm surprised mm-hmm. we haven't looked at Devin Booker. I mean, like, what do we got to do to get him <laughs> over here? 
Uh, we'll take Aiton. Supposedly, KCP might go to the Rockets. That's what I heard, too. So maybe if there can be a three-way deal uh, going away, if you can get rid of KCP and get Trevor in there. Again, like you said, or like we, we talked about Trevor earlier. Uh, yeah. He's not going to, like, literally, he's not going to make you a championship team, but Trevor's definitely going to help another He's huge. Yeah, yeah. He'd, be, he'd be big. So I think when it comes to, like, the Lakers wanting him, I I get it, right? He just He's another 6'9 guy that we can throw out there with An LeBron. LA kid. Yeah, he played right. with the Lakers. Won a ring with us right. in the past, uh, and then and then left to go take some money from or uh, get from, your money from uh, New Orleans, which I totally understood. Mm-hmm. I always thought, like when as soon as this happened, I thought Philly would be a really solid landing place for him. I I I think there's a lot of teams that that want him. I think right? he's going to be coveted, dude. There's I think a, there's a, there's a lot a, of people are going to go after him. So it's not going to be just like so easy for the Lakers right. to be like, "Oh yeah, come over here." Right. You know, it, it might because apparently James Jones is just in our back pocket and well, and, and, and the makes, Phoenix Suns are like the Lakers farm farm team right now. And he still makes but, 15. He got 15 mil for this but year. But it'll be a buyout. Right. Uh or I mean, I could, no, could they be, have to trade. No, you can wait. If if you wait, they can buy I think him out. They're trying to trade. I think that's Of course they're trying to trade. They don't want to pay him for nothing. Um but like again, we keep going back to it's the same teams that we that would have been interested in Kawhi the same teams that would have been interested in Jimmy Butler you look at Portland you look at New Orleans you look at Philadelphia even with Jimmy Butler you look at Philadelphia obviously the Lakers would be happy to have him the Clippers should want him like there he's a great NBA veteran that yeah he can hit his shots he can defend you know wh- who glue guy. who wouldn't want him on their team shout he's out not to gonna- glue though by the way hey. our boy glue had his little glue stick this week yo he had his baby shout out to you glue thank you for always listening shout to the show shout out to you brother congratulations homie we i don't think they named him yet i i i, I really went for glue stick yeah i thought that would be a good name yeah uh, when i saw it I, it was just baby it was, it was just the, baby. The, the name that they had <laughs> and that's what you do sometimes you know sometimes you need to sit get, on it sleep you want on to develop it, a little rapport and see what the person Personality tells you before you name the Think baby. Think about Luca. Luca's a good name. That's dude. a hell of a name. You know, it's a good year to name your son Luca. A uh, couple shout outs I want to give, Drew. Yes, sir. Well, we're doing a couple things this week. Okay. We got a lot of shit to give away, right? We have a lot of things. I got a lot of things to give away. We so do. our our boy Basket Paul Jones at Basket Paul Jones, who actually did our season two logo for yeah, um, also did the logo. He won the logo contest for uh, Jalen and Jacoby. Oh, that's right. He's, he's killing. He's, this he's crushing year. the game. He sent us some really. I'm laughing because they're so clever. They're the Bob Cousy beer koozies. It's the perfect idea. It's it's actually remarkable. Drew, to me. who hates the Celtics, had to take one because he's like, "Yo, these are so fly." It's a Bob Cousy beer koozie. It's you just. It's a Bob Cousy. It is a Bob Cousy. Okay. I and and obviously we'll you'll see a picture of it if you haven't already. Uh, it's it's perfect. He sent us that. He sent us uh, these Bobon stickers that I love Hilarious. very much. Hilarious. The, the Anthony Davis Bobon stickers. We got a Bagley sticker. Yeah, I, as I, after I talk shit on, on Sacramento <laughs> taking Bagley. No, he's great. We talked about Bagley in like literally our second episode ever. Uh, we loved him. He's, we still love I him. still love him. But yeah, dude. So yeah, he's got a really cool sticker with we, Marvin Bagley. We got a bunch of stuff that we're going to give away. What I want these people to do is just like... A couple things. I, I, we're going to send out packages. I got Forest Lab t-shirts. We've got stickers. We've got, I got shoe fragrance. Well, they got to have to do something special for the koozie. For the koozie is going to have to be You're something gonna special. You're going to have to do something I special. I want to see, uh, I don't know, dude. I think I want to I see people like screenshotting when they're listening to our show. 
Okay. Um, putting us on their story, putting us on their page, tagging us. A lot of people have been doing that, and it's really fun. dope. It's fun to see that. Every time we have an episode Thank come you out, for doing that. Yeah. All those people out it's there. It's great. People, like, we're gen- like literally pissed off we haven't recorded an episode in two weeks. Yeah, that's also, it, like, it actually kind of worked out. as like, oh, do people actually care if we're they doing care. this still? And then, oh, yeah, you missed one week. Oh, I guess. They fucking care. People are like, wait a second. What happened here? What happened to my boys? Yeah. And we got to stay consistent, Drew. We said we stay consistent. Another thing. Great company. Man Brand Skincare. Okay. Oh, Man, at Man Brand, I'm a big fan. I've been following these guys for a minute. Is this Elton Brand skincare no, company? No, it is not. It is not because that would be Man Brand. That'd be a good one for Elton. Yeah, but no, it's not his. Nah, but you know, I'm in. I'm into my creams and lotions. Oh, the I like creams, the creams and the lotions. Yes, I like to take care of myself. Yes, dude. and fellas, step your skincare game up, dude. Get some mollients. Get just some moisturizers. Uh, it's uh, uh, analytics tells us twenty five to forty five year old males is who listens to our show, dude. And fellas, yeah, if, if that's not who's listening, I don't know who's listening uh, to the show. It, yeah, <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't it ain't eighteen to twenty five year old chicks. It I'm is not that, much. that we have zero of them. But yo, man, brand skincare. They sent us a great skin pa- uh, skin package. It's it's wonderful. I love the products. They work. My dark circles are leaving. My wrinkles are so leaving. So is it like facial face oh, lotion? Dude, we got you face got the body. Serum. We got anti aging cream. Okay. We got under eye cream. I got a, a moisturizer. Nice. We got cleansers. Oh my. Fellas, take care. Dude, maintenance is huge, okay? Your lady, your wife, your mistress, they're all going to fucking thank you. Take care of yourself. At Man Brand, if you want to get 25% off your first order, at checkout, promo code ClipsAndDrew25. You're welcome. Is it Clips with the Clips in Drew, like the N? C-L-I-P-P-S. Just, so just, like, just like our tag on yes. IG. Yes. Gotcha. Clips and Drew 25, 25% and that's, off. And that's just manbrand.com? Man, well, man, at, at manbrand is there. The uh, Instagram handle? Yeah. Okay, cool. It's Check dope. them out. Give it's, them a follow. It's great product. Get some fucking lotions. Yeah, take care of your lotions and creams. I love it. You know what movie is that from? That's from Nacho Libre, right? Great creams and lotions. I think so. It's yeah, one, that's one of my that's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> that is literally they give me the nutrients, the, the stretchy pants. These are my stretchy. These pants. are my stretchy pants. These are the Lord's cheeps. <laughs> <laughs> that is your favorite movie. You're I so, love that movie. You're so good at Nacho! that. Nacho. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the follow through clips of Drew. I hope you're happy with episode fucking fifty five. The Goo Kennedy slash clips rice slash white chocolate. Goo Kennedy, if we can find a picture of you, we're going to post you, dude. You're about to be famous again. I'm going to take him out. I know we're a little late on this, but Meek Mill's album is oh, hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top to bottom, Meek came out firing, but the whole album starts with the intro. Phil Collins, remix, championship. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew, episode 55 with Ghost. Later. Bombing on any of them niggas that want to smoke. Nigga, this a big boy phantom, this ain't a ghost. Had to take the weight from them niggas and then they toast. They ain't had no sympathy for me when I was broke. Amen, amen. Lord, forgive me for all my sins. Took so many riches just to get a bend. Pray for my niggas, all my friends. In the trenches, one with killers, we been getting it in. 32 shots in my new clock. Niggas wanna hit me like I'm Tupac. Bad bitch, fuck me in my Gucci two socks. Remember when I spent my real
ass or you a fucking mouse, nigga. Pouring champagne cause all my niggas dead. They ain't in the graveyard, then they in the feds. I give a fuck if that crown heavy, put it on my head. Take it to the jeweler, bust it down before I wear it. Cause I'm a king just like Martin Luther. I ain't a hater, fuck my bitch, nigga, I salute you. I be flying jet and chopper like that shit was Uber. We finally made it out them trickers, nigga, hallelujah.